Freak Nation, it's always nice when you have a uh, ARCA Series driver roll in here and want to be a part of this big old thing. His name is Taylor Gray here with the Freaks. To say we've been part of Lucas Oil, Lucas Oil Studios for 22 plus years here in the Freak Nation. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, you follow us on Twitter, right? You're watching us on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook Live, and of course, every freaking social media platform. We're out there for you, Freak Nation. <laughs> Lucas Oil, the official oil of the Freaks. Good to get him back in the Freak Nation. Taylor Gray, your mid-Ohio winner here in the Freak Nation. And that was, of course, last weekend. And Taylor, last time we had you in the Freak Nation... Uh, with the Arca series, you're running out here in Phoenix. It was such a, a bittersweet victory for you. We don't necessarily need to get into that one. Let's talk about the Mid Ohio win on a road course, and it's still a, a, like kind of a kick in the midsection to Statman and I that we we're watching 16, 17 year olds go out there and kick the balls out of people on road courses, not just short courses, but road courses. Man, granted, the last two laps is all you needed, but you still want a road course way race. It's a big deal, bud. Yeah, man. Yeah, it was a it was a good day. Um, pretty got pretty lucky there at the end with that caution, uh, being able to come down and, and take tires when we needed to. Um, but that was definitely a good day for sure. It was definitely a, a weird day going from the downpour to, to it being pretty dry there at the end. But um, it's pretty fun for sure. A lot of the stories that you read post race, there was just confusion with some drivers and their crew chiefs about tire situations and really what the rules were were those ever, the rules every cloudy ever cloudy to you knowing what kind of tires you could run on and how long you could run on a set of tires no so the changing the tire rule was very clear it was stated in the drivers meeting that you are allowed to switch from rain to dry or dry to rain you cannot switch from rain to rain or dry to dry and that's what the rev cars did was switch from dry to dry um it was cloudy in the drivers meeting on if we were going to do live stops or not. Um, Cause Arca, you're not supposed to do live stops. Obviously it's supposed to be uh, breaks for the safety of the, of the um, guys on pit road and stuff like that. And um, you know, or some of the smaller teams that can't afford to get a pit crew out here to change tires every week. So that part was very cloudy because of they said they were going to throw a caution if it were to start raining for us to put rains on, but we're not going to throw a caution if it was to dry out. So they were going to leave it to our discretion if we were going to come down and take drives, which pretty much implements a live pit stop. So that's where it got really confusing there. Um, I think it all worked out really well, uh, at least for us. Um, <laughs> but I, in my opinion, that part is where it got a little confusing. Um, I know, uh, I mean, I, I know it was, it wasn't confusing on what to do. It was just more so confusing on if there's going to be a live stop or not. Hmm. Taylor Gray, Mid-Ohio ARCA winner, joining us here in the Freak Nation, of course, on those general tires. And was with this being a road course and confusion aside, is there anything that can be taken from this race to apply to the many ovals that you guys are still going to run the rest of the season? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just the way of, you know, like learning more so um, road course, you, you can take a lot of things that you learn from a road course and apply it to an oval, um, in my opinion, uh, whether it's, you know, braking or, or whatever it may be, I think there's quite a few things that you can implement um, on each side. I think you can implement things that you learn 
from circle track racing over to road course racing and things you learn from road course racing over to the ovals. So I think it's all in how you look at it. But in my mind, I think there's quite a few things that you can take away from, from both to implement to each um, road course racing and oval racing. Crasher, hold on real, real quick. Yeah. What'd you have for lunch, man? It sounds like you're trying to burp it up during the interview. What are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> What'd you have for lunch, bro? I had uh, buffalo wings. Oh, <gasps> oh yeah, yes. man. Now I'm hungry. Yeah, those those will last for days. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why in the world would you ask a question well, like he's that? Just, he's talking, he's going, like we all do. Like, I was going to say, you're the biggest offender of that, Kenny. You're always like... You like, want to suppress a burp, you just kind of go... Like that. I, I thought I saw Taylor do that once or twice. <laughs> All right. All right. Fine. Then on that topic of conversation, mm -hmm. what is the worst thing to eat at a racetrack for you? Eat at a racetrack. Um, <laughs> so um, this might be uh, too much information, but um, now people know, but I have IBS. So um, I struggle eating anything but a grilled chicken breast with no seasoning or anything like grilled chicken breast. That is it. Oh, wow. That's used. hard. Let's talk about that. You are on the road so often. That is, whoa, that's a whole other level of difficulty in your career. I mean, people might brush it off as not being a big deal, but you have to constantly watch what you're implementing. That's not easy, yeah, is it? It's, uh, I, yeah, my, my stomach's not too great uh, when it comes to just like food in general. Um, so I pretty much have to eat as clean as possible if I do eat um most of the times, if it's a short day, I, I'll, I'll eat a little bit, but, but usually won't eat um, like a meal. Um, and I'll also time it out a couple hours before the race, so I have to have some time. Wow. Oh, wow. I can, I can relate to that, Taylor. Now, so you and I have something in common. I could be your grandfather, but we have <laughs> <laughs> we have something in common. I have gout, so I have to watch what I eat. Uh, no red meat. They even found out that peaches are a problem. Really? My, yeah, my daughter sent me two boxes of black, my favorite black cherry soda, and I, I inhaled one of them, and I was almost on crutches for a week. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I can I can relate to that, dude. You got a you got a uh, a friend here. What does that do for your, it probably makes you a lot more conscious of what you eat before a race starts. Yeah, for sure. I mean, usually, um, you know, I'll start like with hydration and eating well, usually a week before a race. Um, a week? Obviously, wow. Obviously this, this weekend is a little different because we leave on, we leave so early. Um, so kind of just have to start prepping pretty early. Um, but uh like my brother's one of those people that can go eat a cheeseburger before race and be perfectly fine and i'm the <laughs> polar opposite so no uh, fair yeah i know right um but um tanners also can eat anything it can be the worst meal for you and not gain any weight and i'm the polar opposite too i can eat the slightest thing bad for me and gain three pounds and let's let's back up just a half a step here i was going to go down this road before we got lost in that in that rabbit hole drag racing is your family's background that's your family's that's the family business but you and your brother have even your brother has some drag racing experience how did you miss that what did you do to avoid getting sucked into the family business yeah i mean i uh i just decided to go a different route um 
Wait, let, let, me, let me cut you off there a second. I'm sorry, but a lot of young guys will see what their father did and want to go on their own way so that they could establish their own name. Did that come to you? Uh, you had won a race now, so you admit Ohio, Taylor Gray, so you're starting to build your own name in stock car racing. Yeah, no, I mean, it never was really that. It was just of what I had a passion for. I'd always had a passion for uh, NASCAR racing and stock car racing. Even when we did drag race, I was always big on on wanting to watch the the cup race, the Xfinity race. Um, and uh, I don't know, it, it just... I just, it always um, took an interest and hell, I always had an interest for it. And then, uh, you know, as I got older, I, I raced dirt go-karts there for a little while. And, and uh, as I got older, I, uh, I decided to go, uh, go late ball racing and now we're here. Wow. So you, you, I guess if you never, did you ever do any drag racing and decided I don't like this or you just never wanted to try? No, I, I never, I never tried, um, to, I never even really tried to be honest with you. Um, I just, I never had a, a really big interest into it. Even on the street when you got your mm-hmm. license and said, uh, <laughs> Hey, it's uh, I bet I could beat you to the next light. You never tried that. Well, that yeah. That's a different story. I, I got, I, uh, I put myself in the hospital trying to do that. So that's, that's a different story. <laughs> oh, yikes. Oh, what? oh, we missed that one. What the hell happened there? Oh, Taylor. Uh, uh, back in uh, back in April of last year, I uh, was. Oh gosh, sorry, that's my that's my pit bull. Um, yeah, it is. <laughs> a twenty of them. <laughs> yeah, actually five. Um, <laughs> back in April, I um, I was uh, I had just got my license and wasn't being very smart and um, had wrecked my car and uh, ended up in the hospital with two pretty much blown up vertebrae on my lower back and then I had shattered my ankle and then crushed my left foot. Wait a minute. This is sounding vaguely familiar. Was this in the Charlotte area? Yep, this was uh, in Charlotte uh, back in April last year. Yeah. I think we were so coveted out and all this stuff. Yeah, but I remember this headline. Holy cow. How did you make your comeback from that? Yeah, I mean, uh, at that point, I mean, in the hospital, I was trying to figure out you know what uh when's the soonest i can i can get out of the hospital and um and get back to to working and uh trying to get back uh to in a race car so i spent about a week in the hospital after my surgeries um and then as soon as i got out um i spent a couple days or i'd say probably a week or two um you know on kind of on bed rest if you want to call it um i couldn't go to physical therapy or anything like that and then as soon as I got into physical therapy, that was pretty much my full-time job seven day, or five days a week for, you know, three to four hours a day um, was just my trying to get back into a race car and um, get back walking again and stuff like that. And um, I would say uh, after I started physical therapy, it was probably uh, two months later, I was back in a race car. Wow. Get back in a race car wow. and get walking. That is that the order of importance to you to get in a race car before you started to walk? Yeah, well, well, obviously I was I was walking and, and stuff before I got into uh, the car and um, I'd got back walking. I would say, like I said, probably two months after uh, after I had started physical therapy. So probably around three and a half months 
maybe close to four um, since I had gotten hurt. And uh, I was walking again and not, I was not really following my doctor's uh, instructions about not walking in a boot. I, I took my boot off and tried to walk in a shoe as soon as I could. Um, and was pretty hard headed about putting a boot on. Um, so I, I mostly tried to walk in my shoe most of the time and, and just kind of tried to push through the, the pain. And um, I always told myself, if you want to play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Right. So I uh, had to, had to push through it. And um, then I'd say, like I said, um, in total, since I got hurt about three and a half months later, I was back in a race car. Taylor Gray running on general tires in the Arca series, mid Ohio road course winner last weekend, joining us here in the freak nation and running for David Gilliland. You can't find a better owner to run for than David Gilliland, given the fact that you had those issues with your, your car accident, which takes you out of the seat. If you're running with some other a-hole owner, they might've booted you out of that seat. But knowing David Gilliland, like we do watching him grow up, I can only imagine working for him was somewhat of a, a savior for you when this accident happened. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, as soon as, I mean, I got hurt and obviously it was, it was, we were, we weren't in the middle of COVID, but it was kind of at the end where it kind of ramped back up and, and things got pretty strict again. Um, so obviously nobody was allowed in the hospital besides my parents and even oh. they wouldn't even allow, both my parents in the hospital room at one time, it would be, it could be one of them each day. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. um, you know, it, it, it was tough, but as soon as I got out of the hospital, you know, they were all super supportive and you know, I was at the shop and they were all asking me how I was doing and, and, um, you know, if I needed anything to, you know, I'm short phone call away. So they're all super supportive for the whole thing, but, uh, um, now we're, uh, we're, we're doing good and um, we're focused on the rest of this year and kind of put all that stuff behind us. What are the plans for next year? Moving into the trucks or are you still with David Gill and racing? What's the plan? Uh, right now, I mean, we're just focused on uh, trying to win more races this year. And uh, obviously we're, we're out of the East Championship because of our mechanical issue at Iowa. But um, I think we're still we're still in contention. Um, if 18 has another bad race, we're still pretty good in in contention for the the Sioux Chief race, the Sioux Chief Championship, and so as of now, we're uh, we're focused on keep on winning races and uh, keep running good, and then we gotta focus on our truck, the rest of our truck races this year. My truck, our truck <laughs> series career this year has been very good. We've um, we've had, you know, we've gotten either wrecked or had a mechanical issue every uh, every race this year, so. It's a, uh, it's been a struggle for on the truck side of things, but, uh, you just got to keep working and focusing on, uh, on one races. I don't know though, if you're going to go get Buffalo wings, when you have IBS, how'd you get around that? I'm still focused on that. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it's, it's certain things. Wings don't really bother me too bad. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's, um, I don't know. It, it, it's certain things that, uh, that bother me pretty bad. And, but, Wings, I've come to find, don't bother me too bad. Boom. So what you're saying is a wing sponsorship would be welcome in the future. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I see. I see what you're putting down. Okay. Taylor Gray and Wingstop. Yeah. Buffalo Wild yeah. Wings. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Taylor, it's always good to get you here in the Freak Nation. Good luck to you. You're a good man. And bang, coming back from that accident, it's extremely That's badass. Just, and we yeah. got more respect for you right now, Taylor. Thank you, buddy.
I appreciate it, guys.